0: It's the KOP aftermath. Get, get, get ready! What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, yo, yo! yo, yo what's crackling? Special deal, double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Jersey J Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with, with KOP. It's going down, it's crazy what's, what's, what's up y'all, this is Beyonce and you're listening to my station Powered by the core. 94 Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today This is the KOP Aftermath with your host KLP Kennedy Lucas Welcome back to another exciting podcast Live from our studios here of FX Studios of Atlanta at KLP Entertainment Studio And ladies and gentlemen, we are officially back Hopefully you guys have had a fantastic And I do mean this, a fantastic weekend. I know we've had quite a few things that happened this weekend, and I cannot wait to tell you guys all about it. Of course, hence the purpose of the podcast. We have so much we wanted to talk about and give shout outs. But before we get to that, Ladies and gentlemen, Tyrus, congratulations, man. He's in the studio. The new series is now available. Of course, Street Fighter, the KLP Entertainment miniseries is finally here. You can see the pilot episode right now on YouTube, Daily Motion, and on our uh, streaming services, Streamax, available right now first episode pilot episode hopefully you guys enjoy the new style of it of course we had so many people reach out so many people enjoyed the show thus far so i really do hope that you guys check it out we have many many more episodes to come up for within the next couple of um weeks for the series so tires man congratulations we did it of course with Dream World Entertainment a KLP Entertainment Studio and also Millennium Studios, also a KLP Entertainment Studio for sure. So congratulations, man. I'm I'm over the moon with your show. Uh, That team is doing some really good things for us here at KLP Entertainment. I'm so happy that uh, finally T, he's finally coming back into the directing style of it. And more news announcements coming from our record label, music department, swinky Records, of course. If you guys didn't see or well hear, listen to the newest album yet, uh what are you waiting for instella plus coffee is now available on spotify title apple music shazam pandora and so much more as we get ready for next tuesday of course my new album black versus white coming out tuesday march 1st and i'm super super excited for it for sure and of course we have so many great things coming up when it comes to us traveling to new york of course KLP entertainment and KLP aftermath the podcast will be in new york for the tour for the KLB aftermath a new york tour and we have so many things one in particular a project that we're working on besides the documentary we're going to announce it this week so stay tuned for that because it's going to be exciting i cannot wait until i share it on instagram and social media it's a new project coming from swing Records. that's all i can say coming soon for sure coming soon for sure Now, let's get on to the topic of conversation. And of course, uh, I have to talk about this because this happened to us yesterday. You guys know when I like to go out, when I go out and I like to really go out in the city of Atlanta and go to different places and really enjoy my time. So uh, we did that this past Saturday, went out and I thought I thought it'd be interesting for Monday's episode. I tell you guys about what we did on Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday uh yesterday and i'm very excited to talk about it because it's been very very fantastic if you guys didn't follow me yet on instagram what are you waiting for you should have been following me on instagram but it's kennedy lucas klp you guys get to see all the exclusives that we're doing all over on social media. We did go to the High Museum of Arts in downtown Atlanta. It was a fantastic exhibit. We've been there many, many times before. So I can't say that this was my first time. See, I can't say that this is the first time I'm going to the High Museum. Uh, this has got to be my fifth time going to the High Museum. Uh, if you guys don't know a little bit about me, I'm, I'm artsy. you know. I'm an artist myself, so I really like... The style of going to see art to see these different artists these different creators and they have their exhibit the exhibits at the museums is fantastic and of course we went there and of course they opened up the brand new the balmos portraits exhibit available at the high museum of uh, arts in atlanta Uh, if you guys want to check that out i recommend you guys check that out you do have to pay a little bit extra to get access to that exhibit and i wanted to kind of talk about that because it kind of I don't know. It, it's I, I, you know. I love the Obamas, right? I I, re, I love the Obamas. Right? He was my president. He was my favorite president of them all. Um, but for them to charge a little extra more for the Obamas portraits exhibit at the high museum. I think that's kind of steep, honestly. I honestly think they should have added that into the admissions because tickets are not that expensive, right? When you go to the High Museum, you're spending about $17 a ticket to get into the museum, and that's reasonable price, right? It's almost $20, so reasonable, reasonable uh, price. Uh, I am glad that museums don't cost $30, $40, $50. If you're going to an exclusive museum, maybe they'll have those prices, but at the High Museum of arts, you know, you're paying a good $17 $17 for the admissions. And then you pay a little extra just to see the Obama portrait exhibit. I honestly, and I really do hope high, the high Museum is watching or listening to the show because I honestly think they shouldn't charge extra for the Obama portrait exhibit. I get it. Well, maybe, and I, I'd say this to my friends, when, with my friends that I went with yesterday, but I mean, they got a, they got a point. They say they get it. I said, I get it. But then they were like, "Yeah, I don't get it. They should charge that." And I agree with them. They really should charge extra for that because I think it's just two portraits. I don't know. I I, I didn't really go to the, the exhibit because I just wasn't gonna pay extra money because we were going out to eat too. I just didn't want to pay that extra money just to see two portraits. Um, I'm sure that they are available online if you Google them. They may not be like 100% there in HD quality, but I don't know. I. I I don't understand how they, and it's business. And I, 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 understand the high museum start of it because you know it's it's the Obamas, right? A very impactful family, obviously. Um, one of the best presidents we've had in centuries, honestly. So I, I understand the business side of it. They, they say, okay, it's the Obamas, so we're gonna charge more, and people are gonna pay extra for that, and then that's how we get our money up um, for the high museum and our our investors. So it's the corporate side of things. Um, it just, it's, it's a bit unfortunate that they they're, they're, you know, up in the price when it comes to that kind of exhibit, but you know, I guess businesses got to make their money. They got to pay their employees, the employees got to pay their bills. So I, I understand from the business, business perspective of it, because I am a businessman myself and here at KLP entertainment, obviously we do business decisions that's financially impactful for our business. So. I do understand the business side of it, but do I think that they should have charged extra for that exhibit? No, Uh, I I think it's a little bit unfair for the average Joe Schmo that's just trying to get an average admission. Um, So I didn't see... I took a picture of the sign that says the Obama Portrait Exhibit Tour, but I, along with my uh, friends and my two sisters, we went uh, they went there too. We didn't pay extra for the Obama exhibit because you know we were going out to eat and we were just doing our own thing afterwards. So, you know, we do things, but we ball on the budget, if you know what I mean. So when you ever just go out there and you have a great time, you like to ball on the budget, and that's one thing I like to do when I'm out out of the, in the city of Atlanta, out of town, in town, doing my thing, we ball on a budget. So we end up not going to that. But I do recommend for all of you folks who haven't been to the High Museum of Arts in Atlanta, that is a must see place to go to. Again, it's my, it was my fifth time going to the High Museum. So I've been there so many times. Um, they do change things up. Uh, I've noticed a lot of new artwork that they changed since the last time I went. So they changed some things and obviously they just imported, they just imported the Avon portraits exhibit as well. So it's a lot of things that they have changed to the High Museum. So I do like it that they're doing change. Um, it's always good for museums to change things up so that way you're not going to see the same old, and it's not old, but the same old uh, exhibit over and over and over again. You see it at once, then that's all you really need to do. Is just to see it once. So uh, it's just one of those things that happens, but you know it's out there and i really recommend you guys going out there for the high museum of arts and get it get take advantage of that parking some places they charge you ten dollars for the parking some places they charge you 18 dollars for the parking so uh it just depends on where you park but you know make sure you find a good place to park after when we got done with the high museum of arts shout out to of course this restaurant this food truck actually it's called the cafe bourbon street if you guys don't know they there's a lot of food truck places around atlanta and this was the first time that i'm eating at a food truck Uh, there's been some all over uh of course atlanta i know waffle house goes to george Winnett college sometimes and now we went to a legit place to where Cafe Bourbon Street was held. It was on the, I wanna say that we were on the west side of Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was the west side. And of course, if you guys don't know about Cafe Bourbon Street is a, a food truck restaurant that is homegrown. For the Black community, of course, that is a Black-owned business. I love it when I go to places and it's Black-owned because, if you guys don't know, with our radio stations of Swanky 93.3 and Emory 94.6, we are a Black-owned business. So I'm always an advocate. I'm always excited to support another Black-owned business, being Cafe Bourbon Street. Of course, their origin comes from, obviously, Bourbon Street in Louisiana. Um, of course, New Orleans. So I've been to New Orleans. I've been to Bourbon Street. I know the vibe I know the culture of it hopefully I get to go back one day to New Orleans because I had a spiky time when I went that one time but Cafe Bourbon Street they do all Cajun food of course they had the shrimp po'boy they have the nice smoky hickory um, excuse me, barbecue wings, the Cajun shrimp basket. And that was the place, that was the meal that I got was the Cajun shrimp basket, simply because they ran out of the po-boy. Of course, we, we it was a long line, right? Because they're, they're a famous restaurant food truck. So a lot of people were, were lined up to get the po-boy. And when we got there, uh, unfortunately, they ran out of the po-boy. So I had to get the Cajun shrimp basket and it was great it was very, it was very good i ate it because i was starving after the high museum um a little tidbit and this is a review uh because i i, I like i gotta get i gotta be honest here t i know i, I love i'm a bit of a foodie and i'm a food critic a little bit and i gotta give my critiques cafe bourbon street i hope you're listening to this it's just my little critique and a lot of people may disagree with me and that's fine it's just my opinion um, the shrimp you got to make your shrimp a little bit harder, make it a little bit more crunchier. I'm, I'm used to eating shrimp that has a little bit of a crunch to it. Um, like for an example, not I can't really compare because, you know, you have Cafe Bourbon Street, which is a food truck franchise. And then you have Papa Doe's as a fully fancy restaurant. Uh, when you go to Papa Doe's, I, I taste the crunchiness of the shrimp. Cafe Bourbon Street, the shrimp was cooked really well. It just wasn't crunchy enough. So. Just a little tidbit for Cafe Bourbon Street. You know, it's uh, the food was good, the Cajun fries was good, the ranch was good. Um, The hickory barbecue sauce was excellent. So and the customer service was really good. You know, there was a a young lady there and I say young very, very loosely because she probably looked like she was my age. But, you know, she was uh, getting people's orders. She was very, very nice about it. Um, She performed great customer service and that's always To me, that's always a a top notch. That's why I'm giving Cafe Bourbon Street just such a great review because the food was excellent, minus them being out of the shrimp po-boy, but you know, hey, when they're out, they're out, I get it. Uh, The the young lady that was there taking people's orders, making sure everyone stayed calm, and you know, it it took a second, right? Because there was a long line, it's food truck, so they can only do so many uh, meals at a time at a food truck. But the customer service was there. It was very, very nice. Uh, The pricing wasn't too bad. I think I paid about $19 for this uh, shrimp basket because shrimp is a little bit more expensive. Seafood is a little bit more expensive and uh cajun fries that came along with it and a bottle of water so um cafe bourbon street if you guys don't know about it please go check it out uh the environment there and i'll probably link it in the description below because i don't know the actual address to it but there is cafe bourbon street and then like six other food trucks around so it's kind of it kind of gives you kind of like a family cookout kind of vibe to it um the parking is okay you know parking is parking but it kind of gives you a cookout um, style to it um i do say if you guys go to cafe bourbon street in that area of other food trucks uh be sure to wear a mask because you know there's a lot of people that didn't wear a mask but we were outside and you know it's not a mandate here in georgia but I remain my mask on because I'm a very cautious person. I don't want to be surrounded with someone who might be COVID positive because a lot of people come out and they say that they're negative, but how do you really know that they're negative unless you catch it? So uh, I do say if you go to Cafe Bourbon Street on the West Atlanta where there's other food trucks around that area, uh, stay protected. I did practice social distancing and you just stay, stay your distance there. But I do recommend people going out there because it's, you know, that, that homey vibe is that that uh cookout vibe that you'll get from it and this was my first experience at a food truck venue so it's just it's that was quite exciting to start new things and i do recommend that you guys uh, check that out of course cafe bourbon street your shout out on today's show you were scrumptious and I really do hope that you travel around different areas of Atlanta because you got something there. You got something there. Of course, we're going to give another shout out here on today's special podcast episode. Not really so special. I mean, we're, you know, we're live, we're here, we're talking, but you know, we didn't name this a special podcast, but shout out to OX Lifts. You guys know I do work out, and I did do a workout session today at Crunch in Snellville. And I did a post and it out Oxlift, of course, this past Saturday. They had their first Oxlift event, of course, helping students get healthy at Emory University. And you they're, they're out there, they're doing it really well. They're barely new RSO, so I really do hope you guys follow them on the gram. Of course, it's Oxlift. I believe it's all one word Oxlifts. And, you know, they have about two posts right now. They're just getting started. So tag them and things, help them out as they grow up to the RSO. Of course, Emily uh, and Sean, you guys are doing something very very spectacular there keeping emory university students healthy while going through college life so i appreciate it Uh, i appreciate what they're doing to help the young minds out there and to really do their thing it's spectacular and you guys are doing it of course now coming up next tea is time It's time to do my gaming review. I know a lot of people enjoy the real talks. Stay tuned, y'all. We're gonna have some real talks and real conversations this week of podcasting. But in today's episode, it is Monday, and you guys know two games that came out this past week as I hit the microphone. Of course, Horizon Forbidden West came out and Cyberpunk 2077 had a surprise come out with a new patch up. And I, of course, I played both. I bought both and I played both, but first, we're going to save the best for last with being Horizon for of Forbidden West because I'm going to quickly talk about Cyberpunk 2077 real quick. With the patch 1, of course, I believe in the number T. Uh, hopefully, it's right, but the patch number 1.39, that may not be the right number. But, of course, you guys, that patch up has been patched up with Cyberpunk 2077, and I think CD Project Red, finally gets the credit it deserves of course if you guys don't know of course cd project red has been stumbling with this game being cyberpunk 2077 when it first came out there was a whole bunch of uh, bugs into it whole bunch of mismatched clicks so many things wrong with the game when it came when it first came out and a lot of people was upset their stock price has dropped but within the past week of last week of course cyber 2077 hit a patch up for the next gen console so if you do have the playstation 5 or the xbox series s or x you're in luck you guys get to play the new patch up with the new upgrade and i was very very happy about the upgrade. Of course, this game is retailing right now for $25 on the next-gen consoles. You can't beat it. The offer went in, I believe it said March 3rd is when the offer went in for that $25. I took advantage of it uh, simply because I always wanted to play this game. But after hearing so many bad reviews about the game, I could not dabble into it and i didn't i didn't pay 60 dollars when it first came out because there's so many things wrong with it so i skipped it and now they have come back with the surprise of being the patch-ups and let me tell you this game and a lot of people are going to say it, and i'm going to say it too it's going to sound like a bro- broken record here t but this they people were saying this and i'm saying that this should have been the game that they released day one this game so far i haven't seen that many bugs now i did see one bug right i was playing i was playing the the mission called the rescue we were rescuing a a female and there was a bag of stash uh, for me to collect it was up in the air and i walked around this bag was just floating in the air so it was a bug right It, it happens and you i noticed it but i wasn't like oh this is horrible now because of that bug There's not many bugs, big bugs that I've experienced while playing this game this weekend. And I'm super happy. I'm very, very pleased about the game. I do like the first-person style of it, uh, style of the game, because it does reminds me of like a Call of Duty when you're shooting the baddies and you're shooting people down and you're going stealth mode. It does kind of remind me of the Call of Duty era. I do love Call of Duty, so that, that it kind of reminded me of that. And of course, the driving mechanics is pretty smooth on the PlayStation 5 controller. A lot of people did say. And I agree with it, it's hard to drive your vehicle in first person in this game. I switched it to third person when I'm driving my vehicle because to me, that's just easier. Um, A lot of people love that first first person experience and it feels like you're driving the car by yourself inside the game i bumped into so many things trying to do and i said oh no i need to switch to third person because i i suck at this and i know in the game there's a couple of chase scenes in the game where you're driving you're chasing people in your vehicle so i think with that is best suited for me in third person the story is fantastic i do like it how you're able to uh create your character um one game i and i know this is pg uh pg show t but i'm I'm gonna mention this because it kind of it got me off guard you can when you customize your if you are um, getting a male character you know you can customize your your manhood although i'm trying to keep it pg you can customize your manhood in the game i was super shocked by this because i just never thought that this would happen in the game but it did I was like whoa okay yeah this is happening i get to customize the the manhood you know big or small so that was very it was very interesting i mean that that, i i just was shocked and i kind of i laughed really loud i was in my house when i played it I was laughed really loud because I just was not expecting that. I just was expecting something else. So I, mm. but of course I was able to carry, uh, customize my character. And it's, you know, that the customer the customization of your character is really, really fun. You get to add your own personal styles to your character and the story is just great. So I honestly think CD project red did something right. Um, Again, I haven't seen any bugs. I have to give this game an eight out of 10 now because simply this game is just spectacular. They fixed it and the price was right. $25 for a potential new game that I've just never, it's new to me because I hadn't played it. You know, and it, it favors the people too, because if you did buy this game for $60 when it first came out, I believe they do offer a free upgrade. So you're not spending so much money and you're giving a game a second chance. And CD Projekt Red, if you're somehow watching the show or listening to the show, congratulations, right? You know, Because it took you a whole year. Like I say, I hate that this happened to you. I wish this was the game you released day one. So that way you wouldn't have not lost a lot of money but it is what it is you guys woke up and you saw the potential of the game and you fixed it and i'm not saying that this game is 100 fixed because every game is not 100 right but this is better than what we got let's say two years ago when the game first got released and it was garbage so you know you did something and i I really do hope cd project red does uh collect their money back from this project and i really do hope they learn from this project so when they make different more games like this in the future they know what to expect in future games so congratulations to cd project red of course of course gorilla games horizon forbidden west let's talk about it real quick y'all this game here is spectacular this game has gotten gold and i see why they went gold because this game is spectacular. Of course, Aloy is spectacular in this game. The 60 uh, frames per second in this game is fantastic. The character development has been really, really well. So I am uh, super ecstatic that this game was excellent, of course. A lot of people did cheat their way to get the game, of course. A lot of people are paying $60 for the PlayStation 4 version and then upgrading it to the PlayStation 5 version. If you uh, have it, you can just get the game for $70 i be honest i kind of just paid for the game for 70 dollars because my playstation 4 in my house i put that up somewhere in my office so i just didn't want to go through all the trouble and doing that and i just you know you know i I was not thinking and now i know i should have done that because it would have been twenty dollars difference there or uh, actually no uh about ten dollars difference there so you know it is what it is it happens but Horizon Forbidden West. Let me tell you guys, this game is fantastic. The character development is good. I died so many times in this game because I have it on normal mode. I never like to have a game on easy because if it's too easy, it's not as fun. When I have it on normal mode and I'm challenged a little bit in the game, it's so much fun. Of course, I like the mechanic style of it. I like the bow and arrow, The the frostbite bombs are fantastic. The newer machines that you're fighting is fantastic. I just beat the level of like the big snake um, on the first part of the game, that game, that part wasn't too hard, but we got it done. Um, I do like it, and you know, while we're on black excellence and black empowerment, obviously for the show, I do like it how Guerrilla Games made us look fantastic in this game. And when I mean by us, I meant all the black characters, African American um, characters in this game. I don't know if they're like from Africa or not in the game. I don't know. I, they're not in detail of that, but you can tell the Black characters, as well as the white characters, but the Black characters have it to where the facial features match what we look like in real life, and that's fantastic. You have the African tribal uh, culture within the outfits and the character style, the Black character style of Horizon Forbidden West that I love the most, and how the way the lighting of it makes us look More, more shiny, more gloom, more not gloom, more shiny, more blossomed up, more, more like wow, melanin is in this character, you know. So I I do like that because typically I played games where they make the black characters in in the game like black, like super dark, ashy, and it's just not a a great representation of us and our culture. So for me to see the character black character development in horizon forbidden west and the sun hits us really well They have the facial features our beautiful 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 lips our beautiful nose our beautiful eyes our beautiful ears um our beautiful hair culture of course i've got the um uh friend i forgot his name in the game it's blanking out on me but how the way he has locks and it's kind of It's wrapped around in kind of like an African style. That appeals so much to me because that is my culture. Uh, my ancestry, my culture, and my beliefs. So I really enjoyed that Guerrilla Games got us right in this game. I know there's another guy who talked about it, and he was in awe when he saw the character development. Not to say that the the the, the uh, white characters in Horizon for Midwest doesn't look great. They look amazing as well. But me being, of course, obviously an, an African-American, of my black culture. I like it when games represent our culture really well and they don't be stereotypical about it. They really dive in and they really create these characters. Um, So this game is fantastic. Honestly, I can't say too much about this game. You can read about it in Element Magazine's issue this month. This game is spectacular. This game is well worth the $70 if you're picking it up for PlayStation 5. I really do hope people can play this game on PlayStation 5 very soon. Uh, I'm just one of the lucky ones who got a PS5. I really do wish everyone had one so they can experience this. Um, But this is a game that you do not want to sleep on. This is a game you do not want to pass up on. This is the game you need to play of the year. And this game might win Game of the Year Award in 2022 later on in the year. I believe that this game will win Game of the Year because this is the Game of the Year. No other game that's coming out this year that I know of Will beat or will outbeat Horizon Forbidden West. This is a game you have to play, so you have to play it, you have to dabble on into it for sure. Next news announcements for the last minute of KLP Aftermath with your host, of course. The 2022 NBA All Star game has been fantastic. Stephon Curry earns MVP after demolishing record of the most three pointers in a single game. Of course, the Golden State Warriors guard Stephen Curry as having a uh, was having the worst three point shooting season of his career. But during Sunday's NBA All-Star Game in Cleveland, I did see this because every NBA superstar was there. You had LeBron James, you had Michael Jordan, you had uh, Magic Johnson. You had so many great uh, players out there for sure of course he reminded he reminded everyone of why he's uh he's the greatest shooter of all time suiting up for team lebron uh, of course stefan curry was on lebron james team for the all-star weekend uh curry was it uh, was in vintage form scoring 50 points and knocking down 60 60- to 27.3 pointers in every way imaginable, setting a new all-star record in the process. Of course, his thrilling performance in Team LeBron's, uh, of course, uh, 163 to 160 team over Team Durant earned him the 2022 Kobe Bryant NBA All-Star Game Weekend. The first time in his receiving the honor of this eighth career at the all-star game so all i can say about that is you know team lebron congratulations now i didn't see the whole game right i just saw snippets on youtube and you know media was talking about it because you know we were unf- and we were busy we were doing a lot of things this weekend but of course all-star weekend is also it's always fun right because i know shaquille o'neal did this comedy thing this weekend too it was the all-star comedy show that he did there in Cleveland, and just see that, you know, the love and the the, the ambition for Stephon Curry, he really brought it to the All-Star Game weekend. So again, Steph Curry, congratulations in honor of the late, late Kobe Bryant, for winning the MVP All Star at the All Star Game. So, of course, looking at T, he's saying, My time is about up. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed today's show. Please remember to stay tuned for later this week because we have so many podcasts coming out this week. And also, if you're listening to us on YouTube, Daily Motion, and Spotify Video, uh, thank you. Leave a comment and subscribe to our YouTube and Daily Motion accounts at KLP Entertainment. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, thanks again. Share with your friends, letting you guys know that we were live on the radio here today. So that's going to wrap it up here. KOP Aftermath for Monday, February 21st. I hopefully you guys had a great, fantastic weekend. And please be sure to uh, stay tuned later on this week. This has been the KOP Aftermath with your host, KOP Kennedy Lucas. I've been KOP Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe, stay swanky.